Hey everybody, this is Curtis Lane. You know that this week's episode is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app that is designed to be deleted. What you have to do is download the app, find love, and then delete the app. It really is that simple. You may be trying other dating apps, but Hinge allows people to provide feedback on their dates in a way that will let you know maybe if there's a diamond in the rough. Don't take our word for it. Download it today and give it a try. I'm sure you'll find much success. Thank you and have a great day. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth off. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Dr. Stephanie Sarkis, PhD, who you can find over at stephaniesarkis.com. How are you today, Steph? Good. How are you? Great. How's the weather your way? It is beautiful out. It, it, I took a long dog walk in the middle of the day, which is pretty rare for here. So it's right now 79. So we're getting into the really nice weather. Nice. How about you? Is it getting uh, rainy? It's sunny. It's overcast. Oh. I think it's supposed to rain on Friday, but for now, at least it's fine. And yeah, it's around uh, 12 degrees Celsius or 54 Fahrenheit. So it's not too cold, not too hot either. It's right in the middle. Yeah. I like that you translate the temperature into Fahrenheit and Celsius. And I'm just like, it's Fahrenheit. Work it out. <laughs> You're so much nicer. Well, it's like, I used to use my phone before, but now I just Google it because Google will let me alternate between Fahrenheit and Celsius. So, ah, yeah, you, Mr. Fancy. I know, right? Uh, but yeah, this is not the weather podcast, and nor is this this podcast uh, substitute a <laughs> nor is this podcast a substitute for mental health treatment. <laughs> I was getting there eventually, yeah. uh, but you know, it, it just emphasized it even further. Yeah, exactly. Just oh, in case good. you were really wondering. But uh, we still help out as best we can. Like mm-hmm. uh, Harjeet, who says, Nerds, I've been seeing this girl for two months, and I have my work's Christmas party next month. I'm thinking of inviting her, but is it too soon, Harjeet? Uh, Harjeet, I don't know. Really, it's more of a comfort level thing of whether you're comfortable bringing her to the party. Obviously, I think you probably have checked the basics, such as you know whether you're allowed to bring a plus one, etc., but also, too, you have to wonder if this is the right time for you to introduce this person to other circles in your life, such as your coworkers, your friends, your family, etc. 
Uh, I mean, if you've already introduced her to some of those, yeah, sure, why not? Like, coworkers are one of the circles of, you know, social socializing that you do in your life. So, yeah, it would make sense that you would uh, invite her. Um, but also, too, you know, it's, uh, you know, in most cases, a Christmas party is kind of just a ca more casual affair. It's just people can eat together for food and drinks. So I don't think necessarily it's going to be super intense if you go and bring her to that. So, um but, you know, obviously that's a comfort level thing that both of you would be more akin to uh, being able to answer. But what do you think, Steph? I think, like you said, you know, check and see what the workplace unspoken rules of the Christmas party are, unwritten rules. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, yeah, if you're not supposed to bring a plus one, that's just going to be awkward for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you may have a workplace, like Kurt said, that, that this is part of your social group. So maybe it's appropriate to introduce. If it's something like your work people are just acquaintances then maybe not. Mm. And ask her if she feels comfortable with it. Yeah. I mean, that's the most important part, right? Is that she's okay with it. Maybe she doesn't want to be put in that situation. Yeah. So, but I don't think it's too early as long as everybody's good with it. Yeah. And the thing it's just too is if you're, if you're in a situation where like your work, your coworkers are more acquaintances, it might be a good way for them to kind of find out more about you and about your life outside of work too. Mm. So mm -hmm. there is a good opportunity there too um you know if that's something you're you're looking to sort of expand upon because you know i i get it sometimes you go to work and your coworkers are your coworkers, and you don't really maybe mention your personal life or share your personal life but you know might be a good might be a good thing to do you know share some of that you know obviously you work with people but, but they're all human beings presumably unless you work with robots. right no and even then you can introduce her to robots that's okay yeah you know it's all right. Don't leave. But I mean, just keep in mind that they're going to ask about her sometimes. And if you break up, you're going to be asked about her. But, you know, yeah, that happens to everybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, sometimes that's not a comfortable conversation to have. And also, too, I mean, if you do it often enough, somebody might go like, oh, is this guy like able to hold down a relationship? Like it's sort of it, there's that as well. So mm -hmm. but I say, why not, Herji? Just see what she says. She may be allergic to offices or something. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Or maybe they want to go to, like, Italian. She's like, I hate Italian food. Who knows? Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you want to read Faye's email? Sure. Faye says, Nerds, my boyfriend broke up with me two years ago, but it was because he was going through some personal issues. He liked to post on my Instagram, so I went to his profile and found out he's with a girl that's pregnant. I'm heartbroken. I don't know what to do. I thought we would get back together when his issues were resolved. I feel so betrayed. Faye, um, this was two years ago, and I before the advent of social media, we wouldn't be privy to this stuff, so it would happen, but it wasn't in our face. And unfortunately, because of social media, we get reality hit in our face a lot more often, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so it, two years, a lot changes in two years. So yeah, maybe he was going through some personal issues, but you know, people move on. And I understand you feeling like he wasn't being honest with you, but maybe he was being honest with you, and things just changed. So it's probably time to move on. I think you got your closure. I know I say all the time that, you know, you the closure's overrated, but but I think you got your closure. It's time to move on. And I think he, maybe he was being honest with you. It's absolutely possible. Yeah. And I would just go with that because you don't know. So just go with the fact that he was being honest with you. Going through things doesn't mean that necessarily that you're going to get back together if the person goes through their issues. Maybe when they go through their issues and maybe they're talking with a therapist, they realize that they need to take a break from relationships. And things happen. People bump into each other on the train or on the bus or wherever, and they meet each other. So, yeah, my guess is, you know, that he was probably being honest with you. So, but it's kind of weird he's liking your post because all of a sudden he likes your post for the first time in two years. 
That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, That's a little consistent. He might have just been like going through the profile, seeing how the, how Faye was, and just was like at, liked or whatever, and didn't really think about it. But mm-hmm. so I give him some benefit of the doubt there. You know, sometimes you sort of search somebody up and just want to see how they're doing, and I don't know, maybe accidental or on purpose, you like something, and yeah, and block him. Yeah, just block him. Not because he's a bad person, but just because you know you don't need those triggers in your life. So mm-hmm. block him. Yeah, I think the big thing here to keep in mind is that, you know, you you two broke up, like, ties were severed, and, you know, a barrier as soft or as hard as of a barrier as it may be was put up, so that your relationship with him was over, uh, and whatever expectations you had that things were going to get back together obviously were more on your end than his end, um, and... Yeah, I mean, maybe there was a chance that he could have gotten back together with you, but obviously he decided that he was going to be with this other girl and decided to date her. Or maybe he even decided that. Maybe that just happened after he did some work on himself. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess, I mean, that's still a decision, I guess. But yeah, like, I'm guessing what you're saying is more like it it was unexpected, I suppose. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's unexpected or expected decision it is. I mean, yeah, it's... You know, from his eyes, you know, you guys broke up and he moved on. If you didn't move on, that's kind of on you. That's not really on him. He's not responsible for your attachment or disattachment to that relationship. I mean, ultimately, that's kind of on you to, you know, move on and sort of pick yourself back up, which it sounds like you were maybe a little too tied to this. I mean, two years later, you're surprised that he has a kid. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I will say that is pretty quick. I mean, to have the, to, you know, date, get married, presumably, and have a kid within two years, that's a pretty quick turnaround time. But, I mean, it's not the strangest thing in the world either. So, um, yeah, it's, I think it's best to sort of just recognize that those barriers were put up and this person's moved on without you. Uh, And I think for your own sake, too, it's good to move on and maybe just forget about this relationship uh, it's going to be tough because in a lot of ways it sounds like you're more invested in it than he was, but I mean, it's, you can't really invest in something where nobody, uh, where the other person isn't invested in it. That is just a total waste of your time. So I would move on and see what else is out there for you. Yeah. And if he did say to you, Hey Faye, uh, I need to end this for a while, but you know, I'm going to work on myself and I'm going to reconnect with you when I'm feeling better. Yeah. I can understand why you have a sense of betrayal because he mm. didn't totally cut stuff off so yeah it's not fair but but as we've talked about many times sometimes things just don't go in our favor and it's up to us to decide that you know i forget it we're gonna you know best revenge is life well lived right so true so go out there and have a good life yep you don't need this guy nope don't need this guy don't and you know don't need this girl either this goes for everybody like it's you Mm -hmm. know don't be too attached to your exes because almost guaranteed, in like most cases, if not all of them, your ex is not attached to you. You're it's a one-sided thing. Like your your ex is not thinking about you while they're going on dates with other people. They're moving on in a lot of cases. So I would not I would not be investing time and energy into somebody who's not investing it back into you. So it mm, just goes mm. for everybody. It's not just uh, obviously uh, Faye, but a lot of other people as well. And it goes for a lot of life situations too. True. Okay. Uh, okay. Daryl. Daryl? Yeah. Oh, is it yours? Yeah, it's yes. yours. Okay. Yep. Daryl says. Sorry, I can't count to three. 
You know what? It's it's okay. The American <laughs> education system has, uh, <laughs> you know, luckily Canadians, we always still got our toonies and loonies. I, you I, got I, our I, back, yeah. I kid, I kid. <laughs> or maybe not. I, I know it actually has probably been slipping since Trump got in power, but anyways. Uh, Daryl says, nerds, I started dating this girl. She's really nice and a lot of fun, but she's also a bigger girl. I've tried to find myself attracted to her, but I simply can't. I've been with her now for two months, and I don't find her physically attractive, but personality-wise, she's great. All of my friends say that looks don't matter and that I should stay with her, but I find it hard to do so. Is this something I can overcome, or do you think I should end things, Daryl? Daryl, 100% end things. You're not interested in this person, at least, or attracted to them in a physical sense? I mean, that's not something that probably is going to change. Let's be, just be realistic here. Um... And your friends saying, oh, do this or do that. I mean, it's great for them to say that from the sideline, but you were the one in this relationship and you're going to know what you're attracted to and what you're not attracted to. So if you're not attracted to her for any number of reasons, I'd say, yeah, end things. Um, it's unfortunate that, you know, maybe she's got a great personality, but you just don't find her physically attractive. But you know, we've said before, you can break up with someone for any reason. And I would say if you're not physically attracted to that person, that's definitely one of them. So, uh, yeah, I think it would be time to, you know, let the person know and obviously be very polite and forthcoming that, yeah, it's it's time to move on. Uh, but that's just my suggestion. What do you think, Steph? I think that he needs to break up with her. Daryl, break up with her so she has a chance to meet someone that loves her for her. Mm, yes. Because you've been with two months, and for some reason you've been dating her for two months but you're not attracted to her. And I, I guess I would have thought that by this time you all would have cut it off. If you weren't attracted to her. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if maybe your friends were, you know, her, their input was making you feel like you needed to kind of see if you would be attracted to her, but yeah, it's, you're not, you're doing her a disservice by staying with her when she could be meeting someone that loves her for her. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you need done things. And, you know, it's unfortunate because I think in cases like this, you know, it's inevitable that people's feelings are going to be hurt. But on the flip side of that, you know, you also have to recognize that this is probably never going to end with this being forgotten or moved on from. You know, this is something that's just going to linger and become a bigger issue over time. So, yeah, it's better to end things before you sort of get this person too invested in the relationship. All right. Do you want to finish okay. this up with Shannon's email? Sure. Shannon says, I was seeing this guy for roughly a year, and I've had some issues with him, mainly that he's lazy and unmotivated. I asked him the other day if he can come over to my place to chat where I was going to break up with him. He asked if he should bring something, and I said, yeah, you should bring a backpack or something to carry his stuff. He asked if we were over. I said, yes. He then said he wasn't coming over and to throw out all his stuff I had. He then made a post on social media being damning of me. I feel like I could have handled this better. Any advice should this come up again in the future? Shannon, um, probably better just to directly say, hey, I don't think this is going to work out. I have some of your stuff. Um, because it, it sounds like the way it went down was he, you invited him over. You said, hey, come, over, come on over. Mm. And, and he said, hey, can I bring something? You said, yeah, a backpack for your shit that you have at my house. So, so, I mean, it kind of didn't start. I mean, I don't know. I can understand why he wouldn't want to come over. Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, like we just talked about with breakups, things don't, you know, feelings get hurt. Um, so, yeah, next time I'd probably just be direct and say, hey, you know, things aren't going to work out on my end. I'm really sorry about it. Um, I have some of your stuff. So let me get this back to you. 
I think that's probably a better way to handle it. Mm -hmm. I think there was probably a big assumption here made on like how that response was going or how it was going to be perceived. And obviously Mm -hmm. we don't know, uh, you know, how anyone's going to perceive something. It's always good to just play Mm -hmm. it safe with something like that. You know, if you think there's maybe one possible way that something can be construed or, you know, more than one, just, you know, just be careful that like you may say this and it may not get interpreted the way that you thought it would. In this case, you probably thought I, that you would say, hey, bring a backpack for your stuff, which I think is probably the, the linchpin of this issue is probably that. Because when you say that, that says to him, like, yeah, you got to get your stuff. Like, we're done. And it, it, it set, said in a way that I think just sort of comes across in a way that's either combative or rude or both. Um, I think what would have been better is you should have maybe perhaps offered to like, you know, see if you wanted to pick up his stuff or you could drop his stuff off, like try to be flexible. Um, obviously what happened with him, uh, you know, just wanting you to break up that comes down to different strokes, different folks. I mean, we've talked about it. Some people prefer, you know, to be broken up in person, you know, with a good chat. Other people prefer to just have the bandaid ripped off. So this person obviously was more the Band-Aid ripped off type person. So, uh, but you're not going to know that. And I think we've kind of said like, there's, you know, it's tough to know when you're breaking up with somebody, if this is the kind of scenario that's best. Sometimes texting works for better for some people. Sometimes in person works better for some people. It's really hard to say what's the best course of action there. Uh, But I think at the end of the day, uh, letting, you know, any of your partners know you know, trying to be like open and, you know, come from a place of respect. That's going to go a long way. Um, but I would, I would recommend maybe being a little concise and a little just to the point, because I think anytime when we're breaking up with somebody, we leave, leave it to drag on. That's when people can, in some cases, tend to get nasty, you know, saying things that are like maybe a little hurtful. So it might be good to just kind of get to the end and just sort of close it off and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Breakups, like we talk about, breakups are not going to go smoothly. No, definitely not. That's just not the nature of a breakup. No. And you know, if you're waiting for a time that's the right time, there's never really a right time. Go ahead. No. And I was going to say, like, I think it's interesting that, like, some people will say, oh, you should sit down and talk to them. And other people are like, no, I would hate that for that to happen. So Mm -hmm. there's there's ways that work for some people and ways that don't work for some people. And it's really hard to know sometimes. And that's obviously, you're you're not going to ask somebody, hey, I'm going to break up with you. How would you prefer I break up? Uh, I think sometimes you have to uh, make a decision, make a call as to whether you think which one will work best for them. And you know your partner, at least presumably enough at this point, to know how you think they would like to be broken up with. So, Right. And I think also you need to be clear that this is over. Because I think one of the tricky parts is being given false hope. And I think that's what we ran into with Yeah. issue that she was told well when i'm feeling better when i think about things maybe we can get back together and now mm-hmm. we know that that was not the case so you need to be very clear and say hey you know what this isn't working out for me i don't see us getting back together you know bye i mean not like yeah. that but you know what i mean like you, you don't come up with well maybe in the future we can be friends or because you know it's you sometimes you just can't be friends after a breakup so yeah. you say yeah um things aren't working out for me and I need to end things. And that's it. Yeah. 100%. Don't, don't draw it out because it's just hurting the other person. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's always going to be tough. You know, do keep in mind that whatever you decide to do, you know, you may rub the person the wrong way. They may have some kickback. That's honestly to be expected. So I wouldn't also mm -hmm. take it too personally if somebody mm -hmm. gets frustrated or angry or upset mm -hmm. because quite honestly, there's a good chance that you're going to, you could try to be walking on eggshells and like, you know, trying to be mm -hmm. as careful as possible. You could still make the person upset. So I wouldn't worry too much about, oh, did I do this right? Did I, you know, like... It it's honestly a coins flip on whether it's gonna go mm -hmm. or not. So I wouldn't worry too much about that really. Um, but yeah. And it's pretty daunting the first time you have to break up with somebody. Oh if yeah. If that if that's the case. So mm -hmm. yeah, so yeah, you wanna be a little bit easier on yourself, Shannon. But yeah, next time I would just be direct. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Well, that was a nice breezy episode, but I won't complain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes yep. it's nice to have breezy. Sometimes, you know, in right. the tumultuous world that it is, 2020, you know, it's nice to have something that's just quick and easy, you know, right. light, light and refreshing. Anyways. Right. Uh, like, like when peanut specials are no longer going to be on network TV. Sometimes it's just nice to have something breezy like this. Yeah. Yeah. Did not have that on my Apocalypse Bingo card for 2020, I must no. say. And I definitely did not expect Rudy Giuliani to be caught trying to pleasure himself Oy. to a fifteen-year-old, or presume what he thinks is a fifteen-year-old. Right. So. But you know what? Twenty twenty is full of surprises, just like this podcast and other podcasts on the Three Angry Nerds Network, including Three Angry Nerds. That was a bad plug. <laughs> that was a that was an interesting segue. I must I, say, I'm sticking with it though. Um, okay. Yeah. You see it through. Uh, and uh, you can find out more stuff stuff over at stephaniesarkis.com. You can get Gaslighting the Book, as well as, uh, you know, checking out her, her podcast, Talking Brains. It's like Talking Heads, so, but with brains. Yeah, Talking Heads was taken. Yeah. So, but And the David Byrne movie is really good, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check it out. Yeah. For, for, those, for those of you youngins that don't know about Talking Heads, David Byrne's the lead guy. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. Maybe maybe you didn't know that. <laughs> I don't think even I knew that, to be honest. But you know what? I'm not going to know. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm definitely. We're still yeah. I'm definitely not going to know everything. And you know what? That's the fun but you, but you played it. You played it really smooth. Like you knew. And I appreciate that. You know what? I just like nod, you know. <laughs> and I can't even see you nod. <laughs> you can see me just nodding in the background. You know, I jokingly say when you've been in a relationship long enough, you just learn the nod. The nod is good. Nod, right. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. That, that oh, goes for any gender. <laughs> you're saying we're voting for Trump this year? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, let me backtrack on that. Um, yeah, no, anyways. Um, uh, yeah, vote. Vote, yeah, vote, vote, vote. Register to vote. Don't forget to vote. If right. you're in the US. Voting matters because if it didn't matter, you wouldn't have people trying to take away our right to vote or make it difficult for us to vote. See, so and that's happening in the U.S. I take much pleasure in the fact that our election that we're currently in, where I live, is is just very positive, but also kind of funny at the same time. One guy got really, really angry during a debate, and then everyone started making fun of him, sending him Snickers bar, saying, "You're hungry. You need a Snickers," and it's. Because <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. And what? I'm like, you know what? If this is the worst we have to deal with, I'll take it, you know? So that's, I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And he gets three Snickers. Yeah. So, you know, everybody wins. He's probably not going to win anyways, but it's, it's more funny that he just keeps getting sent to Snickers bars. So. Right. So what, when's the um, election over? It's, uh, we're voting on Saturday, so. 
Dad, did you have mail-in elections or absentee? Or uh, you can register to um, do mail-in, but I'm just going to go in. I'm I'll, I'll wear gloves and mask and all that. So. So do you have? And so this is just interesting how other people vote. But do you have touch screen or paper ballots or how do you do things? I think it's just paper. You just like cross it and then just put it in. Oh, you don't fill in a circle or anything. You put an X through it. We just put an X in. Yeah, it's all paper. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So you have a unified way to vote. We have like 50 separate countries, basically. Oh. So we don't have a really uniformed system. That sucks. I mean, it's not technically 50 countries, but in some cases it might as well be. You might know? as well, yeah. So, yeah. Cool. But everybody vote. It's very, very important, especially this year. Yeah. When a lot of votes are, you know, people are being disenfranchised. Yeah. So... You know, just saying Trump hung out with Epstein, and we all don't like Epstein, right? So you don't like Trump. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I think that analogy applies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I read that online on Reddit. It was like, everybody hates Jeffrey Epstein, so why doesn't everybody hate Trump? And I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. Why doesn't everybody yeah. hate Trump? But, right. but you're using logic. Yeah, you can't apply logic to illogic because right. it just doesn't quite work. Anyways. Right. Until next time, everyone. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.